Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker. And we appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to recap the Titans 37-19 win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Titans moved to 3-2. and two. Denard and I are going to break down everything that we saw today and just kind of look a little to the future and see how this team is shaping up. We've got five games underneath our belt now, kind of start to see how everything is looking as we get into the tough part of the schedule because it is going to be a difficult task ahead for the Titans whenever we look at these next few games. But before we get into that, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams get back out there for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. A lot of crazy games in both college and the NFL this weekend so far. And I can tell you, it's only going to get crazier as the season continues. But hey, Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Denard, how are you doing, my friend? Titans get a win? Big win today. Yeah, yeah. Debo, I'm doing good. It was a fun game to watch uh, for a while, but uh, really uh, proud of this team and the resiliency that they showed uh, throughout the course of the game. So it made this Sunday really nice. So I'm like you. I'm, I'm happy. I'll, I'll take it any way I can. Yeah, this is a game that I, I don't know where you fall into this camp. Obviously, it's always nice to get a win, but I've just been trying to get in trying to get some of the reaction from Titans fans and it's a little mixed and it's not so much of the fact that it's like, yeah, you got to win, but it's, there were some moments in the game taking everything into account. And I, I still think for a lot of fans, I, I'm, I include myself here after watching the jets just absolutely get dismantled by the Falcons this morning. And it's not like the Falcons are world beaters, 
but it still goes back, and I think a lot of people are still a little upset, a bad taste left in your mouth from last week up in New York, but the Titans did go down to Jacksonville, two games on the road, back-to-back, and they were able to... I don't think the score is indicative of how close this game actually was, Denard. If you look at the game, Titans really relied on Derrick Henry for this offense, and that's to be a shock to no one. I mean, we have just been making sure he gets the ball left and right. He had 29 carries on the day for 130 yards, averaged four and a half, but three big touchdowns. And it was one of those where we've become accustomed to seeing Derrick break one for a good gain against the Jags, but today his long was only a 15. So it was definitely just continue just to beat him, get four here, four there, is really kind of how that thing, how this game played out. Ryan Tannehill, fairly efficient. I think this was his season low for completions and attempts, 14 of 22 for 197 yards on the day, one touchdown, was sacked three times. It was good to see some guys back on the field, still had some injuries, but A.J. Brown was able to get back there, back out there. Titans did activate Marcus Johnson off of the IR, so had a little bit more help at the receiver position. But Denard, whenever you take into account everything for this Titans offense going up against this Jags defense. How did that stand out to you? I loved it. I thought, first of all, uh, offensive coordinator Todd Downing needs to get a game ball because what I loved about his play calling today is he just didn't focus on number 22. We saw number 28, uh, Big Jeremy, today. Played a great game. I hate to see that he went out of the game a little bit banged up. Looked like an ankle. He got rolled up pretty good. But what I loved about him was how he distributed uh, the ball to a lot of the res- multitude of different players. We're talking about the receivers made a lot of big plays today. I was really proud because we called them out last week and they didn't play well against New York. So to see just him getting the ball to the players today, Chester played a really good game. I, I go back in the second quarter. I loved when they went up 24-13 uh, right before half when Michael, Michael Pruitt scored that touchdown. What you like about that play call in Debo was there were four players, all the receivers, not even number 22, that touched the ball. Comes back, hit Josh, who played well on the out route. I love, but I love how he mixed things up. You're talking about uh, the pitch to Chester on the reverse and a direct snap where he lined up Cam in the backfield. I love that play calling. He got his receivers involved. And I think that confused the Jacks defense because it was kind of like, hey, we're anticipating deuce deuce. And then all of a sudden you got these four guys and then you end up leaving Michael Pruitt all along for the touchdown. So this was a great, uh, great play calling by offensive coordinator Todd Downing today. Yeah, the first drive for the Titans ended in a punt after five plays, 18 yards, but you then saw them get into a rhythm where they went 11 plays, 79 yards, touchdown, followed by an eight-play drive, 75 yards, a touchdown, then seven plays, 41 yards for a field goal, and then they started the half with an 11 play, 75 yards for a touchdown to get up 31 to 13. The offense really did find a rhythm, and it took a while for the Jags defense, Jags kind of in the second half, we're able to make some plays. Titans did sputter a little bit there after all those touchdowns and that field goal I just mentioned. It went punt, punt, punt. That was a little – that gave the Jags an opportunity to get back into it on the offensive side. But I think all in all, for the, for the Titans, they did a really good job offensively, even though they are still missing some pieces. Pass protection still is, is breaking down at times, and we're not giving Ryan a lot of time back there to, to try and make something happen. 
D, how how would you recommend trying to kind of fix that to give Ryan a little bit more time? Because he's taking more sacks than any quarterback in the NFL right now. Well, because they like play action. So when you run a lot of play action, unfortunately, that takes a little bit more time to develop. And not to mention, you have to look at it this way, Debo. You got a lot of our offensive linemen that are banged up. When I looked at the injury report that you sent me, the fact that Taylor LeJuan was playing today, considering the fact that the way he looked on the field last week, that, that guy, was a, he's a grinder. Uh, he shows why he is a captain on this team. He shows why he's a pro Bowl player. But the fact that you look at Ben Jones, I mean, Davey, last week he went out of the game uh, with the shoulder injury. And then, you know, unfortunately with the miscue with Aaron Brewer, he comes right back in and he didn't practice, you know, and he was banged up. Roger Sappho continues to show people in this league why he is one of the best interior linemen in the game. It's not so much because of, you know, his his game, his pass protection or his run blocking. It's, it's his resiliency to play through pain. He continues to he's got banged up today again. But he got up and played through. So this line is beat up. They're beat up. They're, and I'm going to say it again, they're beat up. But they're playing through a lot of pain right now. And unfortunately, that might not be uh, so good for your quarterback at times. But that's what happens when you try to run a lot of play action. The average play lasts about four seconds. So when you, when you run play action, it takes just a little longer to kind of get things going downfield. But again, they showed when it's time to make a play, they made a play. But you just... Again, I mean, just his performance today was gritty uh, because this wasn't this wasn't a game where it was given to him. They had to go out there and take it. The offense line you talk about it, Denard. It's it's one of those things to where definitely banged up, as you mentioned. Talked about a lot of the different guys, and the the big thing for me is that even though this offensive line is in the position it is, the one stat I had that I wanted to give, which is pretty amazing has to do with Derrick Henry. And according to ESPN Stats and Info, Derrick Henry is the second player in NFL history to have 100 or more rushing yards and three touchdowns in multiple games within the first five games of the season. The only other player is Jim Brown in 1958. So we just continue to see Derrick make history. They did flash the graphic at one point about the most rushing yards against the Jags. Eddie, I think, has about 200 yards on him right now. So outside of Eddie George, Derrick Henry is next in line, and then Chris Johnson uh, sitting at third. But real quick, I did want to mention, it's only an extra day, but that extra day might actually come up pretty big for the Titans, seeing as their next game isn't until Monday night against the Buffalo Bills. Bills have been looking good. Bills do, they do play tonight, so their amount of rest is going to be less than the Titans. But, I don't know, we'll see how this game goes for them. And Titans fans, I know, well, this will come out tomorrow morning and the Bills will already have played, but just a good opportunity to kind of scout out the opponent before we play them, and they got a tough test against the Chiefs. But, D, I think the the one thing most people are kind of concerned about when you do look at the Titans right now is just the defense at times is really struggling to contain a lot of the playmakers. And, again, like I, you say it all the time, these guys get paid too. Paid as well, yes. Get paid. They get paid to make plays. You all, you have to remember that. I know. So when we step, I know when the fans they look at a game. You, you're anticipating of your team typically each week to, you know, give a dominating performance. Like, you know, I know when you look at Jacksonville and you look at this team as a whole, you automatically say we should win this game by forty or fifty points. That's not always the case. 
you got to understand collectively when you look at it, that running back that they had today by the name of Mr. James Robinson, number 25 today, went over 100 yards again for what the second or the third time against this Tennessee team. This player is one of the most explosive young players in the league today. And let's just be honest. I don't understand what Jacksonville did today is they had a chance. They put, excuse me. Well, I was going to say, let, let's hold off on that because I do want to get into some of the, the blunders on Jacksonville's part. But you're mentioning James oh. Robinson, and I, I think it's great that you, you bring that up. But just staying on this topic real quick, I understand you got to stop these guys, but I mean, Denard, the guy averaged 8.3 yards a carry. And I know he did have a long of 58, but still, like, it seems that there, there's been times where it's just like, they're just gashing the Titans for some big holes. Titans linebackers seem out of place. I don't know. And, and again, like I'm, I'm not the best whenever it comes to breaking down a defense. I'll just, I'll just be honest to say that. But it, are you seeing it being more of an execution problem for the Titans, or is it no? More it's of a more schematic? schemes. It's okay. more schemes. And this happened last year, the first game against Jacksonville. We saw James Robinson have his first 100-yard game against the Titans last year. It's schemes. Sometimes that's what good teams will do. They'll scheme you. They'll find your weak point or they'll find something, some hole. And that's what they were able to do. You got to understand they got a really good offensive coordinator in Darrell Bevel. He can play. He can flat out coach. He was the interim coach at Detroit last year. And Detroit did a really good job for the most part until what the last few minutes of the game. They made some plays against Tennessee offensively and defensively. So they did a really good uh, job in the running game today. That was their DNA. Uh, I thought they should have just ran the ball the whole game until, what, the last fourth quarter. And they did a really good job in containing LaViscus. But, again, I don't see why you get away with 25. Listen, you, you, you was on, this guy's been your offense, you know, the last three or four weeks. Stay with them. And if they would have stayed with the ground game, which they pretty did, pretty much did for the most part, they probably could have came out on top of uh, today, but again, it was a gutsy performance. Denard, I'm going to throw it back to you because I know what you were about to bring up whenever it came to James Robinson. I did want to say from an officiating standpoint, I thought the Titans got a lot of favorable calls. You do look at the first the first drive of the game. Uh, Dan Arnold catches the ball. Ball gets knocked out. Still heads up. Play by Elijah Molden. Really good for the rookie to get his head there. Knocked the ball out. Kevin Byard picks it up. Runs it in for a touchdown. Personally, I didn't think it was a catch. I thought they should have ruled that one incomplete, but the Titans are able to pick it up, scoop and score, and get an early lead. You then you kind of move on, D, and the next really big decision that the officials really they overturned. I thought, if anything, they're just gonna have to stick with the call on the field. But Trevor Lawrence on third down, right. third and goal is running. His knee it's, wasn't down. His knee was not down. He's able, he kind of fumbles the ball, but yeah. by the time he comes back, he lands on it in the end zone, recovers his right. own fumble. I thought they were going to stick with the touchdown. And at that point, I believe the score would have been 31 to 25. So Jacksonville had really made it close. But then, D, they do come back. They overturn it. It's fourth and goal at the one. And then I'll I'll turn that over to you. What is it that Jacksonville decides to do? Oh, gosh. You know, I hate to see that as a fan. At 10.38, that's what it was in the fourth quarter, 10 minutes and 38 seconds in the fourth quarter, and that's where all hell broke loose for Jacksonville because this was the play. And first of all, I'm going to call out coaching on this. I'm sorry, Urban Meyer. Go for it. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and give it to you. Listen, (laughs) when you (laughs) – I'm hot, you know, because I'm for Tennessee. That's my team. But listen, you have to call – I don't understand when you have a back 
that I, I don't know what was he rushed for over 100 yards today. And when you have a back as explosive as James Robinson is, that is your playmaker on offense. That to me is your best player. And in critical situations, you have to have what I like to call your dime pieces on the field when it matters the most. We saw that last week. If you don't have Julio or AJ on the field, chances are it's, it's, it's very slim that the Titans will win or if you have number 22. If that was the case, we'll be here screaming at Mike Vrabel. That's a decision on the head coach. I don't know what they were thinking. Putting No disrespect to Carlos Hyde. I love Carlos Hyde. I know Urban Meyer coached him at Ohio State, but in that situation, you have to put your bread and butter at a fourth and one. You got to understand, Debo, third downs is a very, that's called the money down. Fourth and one, when you go for it on a fourth and one and you do not convert, you know what happens to a lot of coaches? They're gone. Well, I I brought up Urban Meyer had a quote. Okay, on this I know, but hold on. Let, well, let me get with this. Okay. But this is okay. the thing about it is on this because I know this place got me all heated up, D. But when it's fourth and one, you're on the goal line. If you can't get one yard, and this is a lot of coaches will say this, you don't deserve to win the game. Okay. And what I don't understand is I know TR, matter of fact, the really the play, what happened was TR blew it up. Mr. Tart is the one that caused Carlos Hyde to have to bounce that ball and go outside. And then Chris Jackson ends up making a great play. But again, you still have to think about, you need your bread and butter. I know Linder got beat because TR was able to penetrate that gap. But still, in that situation, you have to have Deuce Five on the field at all times. That's, that's, that's when your head coach, that's what he's there for, to say, listen, no. That's his job, is to manage the game. The offensive coordinator job is to call the game. But sometimes a, a head coach can override the offensive coordinator. I've seen it time and time again. And I've seen it on the defensive side of the ball. That's the head. You think Nick Saban would have done that? No. I don't. No. I'm smiling, Denard, because I don't think you've seen the quote that Urban Meyer had whenever oh, they asked gosh. him about this. And what was it? So Urban Meyer on the fourth and one play from the one-yard line. His quote was, I don't micromanage who is in the game. Oh, Isn't that's that your, your job. That's your job. That's, that's your job. <laughs> you know, Nick Saban. Hey, hey, Debo, if Nick Saban heard that, you know what, Nick, Nick Saban would probably whoop him right now if he heard that. Do you ever see how Nick Saban is always on his offensive coaches and his defensive coaches? You think he going to let, oh, I can't believe it. That's see, your job. Well, okay, Denard, and this is this goes back. I know I sent you some stuff after we recorded last week about some of the other issues Urban Meyer had <sighs> been dealing with, but this kind of goes to what I've been saying about I, why I don't think he will be successful in the NFL. There's these moments whenever everything starts to go against him, he really does struggle. And this was a prime example. And uh, th there was one funny quote that I saw. Uh, this was right before it, though. But I just wanted to throw it out there. It was about Urban Meyer. And it was just another video review did not go Urban Meyer's way. I know. I know. With the uh, challenge. <laughs> I know. But, Debo, but look, at, look at it this way. It was 31-19 at this point. They've already done gave up they have seven points on the fumble recovered by, by Kevin. You think about the missed field goal in the first quarter right there. That's eight points. Do the math. Then the two-point conversion. Okay, that's two points. Now, the last time I checked, seven plus six is what? 13, right? 
Yeah, you think correct. about the three-point conversion, 13, that's 14, 15, 16. The two-point conversion, that's 18. The missed field goal, that's 19. Think about now think about the score at this 31-19 at this point. Do you understand that if they just a few plays, you talk about the fumble recovery, it's 24-19. If they was to convert and get that, if they was to get that touchdown, they're on top of Tennessee. They're winning. And those kind of things, Davey, as a fan, it drives me crazy because that's what young teams and inexperienced and bad teams do. They find a way to lose the game. Yeah, and I, that just, that's, that's, that was just, that's what was killing me. But it, that's what you do. They basically, I, I can't even look at the math no more. This is like I'm taking trig again. It got so frustrating that I took the book and threw it out the window. Davey, it's easy. It's just all about making plays, self-inflicted wounds. We was talking about Tennessee like this last week, and now we talk. I can't even talk about Jacksonville I, right now. Yeah, I know. And here's the thing, Denard, and this kind of goes into like the difference between a well-coached team and one that's not so well-coached. And I think we saw that in a lot of the facets of the game today for Jacksonville. And again, like I know this is a Titan show, but like this is why I don't think I'm on as big of a high about the Titans win because I just saw the Jags self inflict so many wounds and whenever you do that it's it's one of those things that kind of takes away from the titans win because now still credit to the titans because they didn't shoot themselves in the foot that's one of the things titans had zero turnovers on the day which is really good to see based off of, of what we've kind of been dealing with as of late and then the penalties they weren't super super bad i mean seven for 44 yards so it's not terrible i mean we've seen a lot worse but then the, the the other thing that I really liked was that the Titans didn't beat themselves in the special teams game. They That's only right. had, oh, I want to make sure I, I was right, Giant Townsend. He didn't have any shanks today, and <laughs> so that was that was good to see. Hopefully, we can get Brett Kern back. And there was one Randy Bullock made his one field goal for 34 yards, but he was four or five. Did miss an extra point there late, but fortunately, it was at the point where you were all right. But again, it wasn't like you hurt yourself in the special teams part of the game. Jacksonville, on the other hand, they were struggling there. They didn't really take advantage. That, and that was one of the areas we thought they would have to do pretty well at. But, I mean, Agnew wasn't able to get free. Their kicker missed his only look. So, and he was only one of two from his extra for his extra points. But Titans able to take advantage of all the blunders that Jacksonville made. And that's what you have to do. And that's why you're able to walk away. And the score is 18 points in your favor. But again, once you start playing some of these better teams, because, I mean, right now, Jacksonville, they're 0-5. They're headed to London next week. Things aren't looking up, even though I, I do think you saw some flashes from Trevor Lawrence. It's it's just the Titans now need to realize, all right, we got to get healthy, but there's a lot we need to learn from these first five games that we've been able to put on tape and what we need to do moving forward in order for this team to actually be able to be a threat come playoff time. Because I've seen enough from not just us, but the rest of the division to realize that the Titans, there's no reason we shouldn't be representing the AFC South once the playoffs do get here. So, Denard, you look at everything for this game, and I know you're frustrated with the Jacksonville coaching staff because they really did hurt their team in multiple areas, but after watching this Titans team for the first five games, sitting at 3-2, and two, what's your general reaction on this team versus what you thought you were going to see from them from the beginning of the season to where we are now? Well, D it's like, this is this team. They play well when they respond to adversity, when they come out and play with a sense of urgency, 
like they did today. They came out and played, put 21 points in the first half. It's tough to beat this team. But when you look at the schedule coming up, D, you got Buffalo, one of the hottest teams in the league right now. You got one of the best quarterback in Josh Allen. Then you know who else they got to play after that, Mr. Mahomes and company. And then you got to go to Indy. Okay, and Indy, we, we know the story. Tennessee, go back to the game last time, what, a couple of weeks ago. Indy, they played Tennessee right down to the final minutes of that game. I know it wasn't a reflection of that, but they have a lot to clean up, okay? And what you're going to have to do is they got to get their health back. That's the main thing. They got a lot of guys that are banged, a lot of players, excuse me, that are banged up. But what they have to do, deep is when you have a team down, you have to learn to put them out. And what we like to call it in the national football, put them out of their misery early or you will suffer later. And they continue. It's always like they get up on you and then all of a sudden it's like they relax or they don't put their foot on the pedal and just say, let's go. And you have to have a sense of urgency in this league that when you're playing and you're going, you got to stay going. You got to find a way to keep that momentum going because if not, we saw what happened today in the fourth quarter. Jacksonville just kind of, they played around, you know, it's like they just stayed around for a little bit and then they had opportunities that they basically self-inflicted. So I just want to see this team be more consistent, balanced on offense, because I don't want to see uh, teams basically just saying, hey, let's, the game plan would be predicated on stopping 22, because we know that Buffalo is a lot better than Jacksonville. So they got to be more consistent, more balanced uh, offensively and running the ball and passing. And defensively, listen, here it goes. This is really gonna, where you're going to be put to the test because when there's a young quarterback right now and he has a receiver by the name of Diggs, uh, Stephon Diggs, and this is going to be a great matchup and they have to learn that Buffalo has a balanced attack because they're going to attack you both on the ground and in the air and get ready for a lot of explosive plays because they, they, they are going to throw the ball deep. So we got to be ready to play good in the, in the back half these next few weeks because you know Mahomes going to throw the ball. The biggest thing for the Titans that I'm I'm wanting to see moving forward is to limit the big play, especially against these two offenses you're coming up. And, I mean, we've seen this Titans team at times. If they're able, it does look on the defensive side as if it's a bend-don't-break type defense. They do get down in the red zone, and they, they typically have been better at stopping teams there versus whenever you do look at some of these big chunk plays that teams have been able to get against us. But that is what I want to see is the defense really start to get more pressure on the quarterback. Today, I one of the things I did ask to see more of, and that was Kevin Byard. I know it was late, but he also got an interception on top of recovering the fumble and taking that in. But you saw him kind of come out and play like we've seen from him in years past. Now, Harold Landry, another big player on the defense, got a couple of sacks. But those only two sacks against this offensive line for Jacksonville, they were, they're still a little banged up too. I know they lost their center in Lindor. It might be a while before Jacksonville gets a win. But right now, if you're the Titans, just try to get healthy. And, I mean, they're going to continue to use Derek. I just hope he can continue to withstand the amount of workload that they continue to give him. But, I mean, outside of Derek, the person with the most carries was Ryan. With He had three for 21, and then you had two wide receivers also get there with Batson in like a wildcat formation, two carries for 15 yards. And then Chester Rogers had one carry for nine yards. Jeremy McNichols, the only other running back to get a carry, one carry, nine yards. So saw the Titans try to change things up a little bit there. But 
A.J. Brown did say he's not 100% yet. Hopefully he can continue to work back and get to playing at the speed and the rate of which we are accustomed to seeing for him right now. Feel good that we're at least at 3-2 and two, knowing where the rest of the division stands, but it's win-now mode for the Titans. So we want to see some of these bigger matchups really come down and, and come out on top, especially whenever you look at the next four games you have. Denard, before we get out of here, I want to get your closing thoughts on the game today. Just kind of, I know it might be, there's a lot of different things that happen, but to just kind of summarize everything, what you got for me? No, I was really proud of Tennessee. You know, you have to take, to win in the NFL, it's hard. And to be, you know, with a record of having a winning record right now at three or two is even bigger. And so, listen, uh, enjoy this win. Uh, coaches will always tell you, enjoy every win that you can get. And again, this team right now, their their main focus should be on their health. Uh, right now, the top, the, there's three people, two of them that I know that have a tough job, and that's trainers John Takahashi, my man Takahashi's son, and um, another great trainer I had, name was Don. Uh, we used to call him Professor Don, but he's a great trainer. So I just, those guys, they have their work cut out for them and getting these guys healthy. And that's that's right now, that's the main focus is getting healthy and trying to get Julio and getting AJ back to 100%. Right now, if you look at the standings for the Titans, fortunately the NFC has is, is got the better teams at the moment. And so if for some reason it does come down or you're just battling to try to get a better seed for the playoffs when it's all said and done, I know we still have to watch Baltimore, Indianapolis, Buffalo, and Kansas City. All four of those teams have still yet to play by the time we're recording this. But Titans still 3-2. and two. There's only one team currently at 4-1, and one, no undefeated teams. I, I know a lot can happen because Baltimore and Buffalo are both sitting at 3-1. and one. But, I mean, Titans are right there. You're not far out, and you're going to have an opportunity to play Buffalo next week. So if you can get that, that's one team you're going to jump, no matter what happens uh, for them tonight. So... Again, a lot of opportunity still ahead for this team. And um, to, to echo what you said, Denard, I'm hoping that they're able to start getting healthy and we can see this team play at its full potential because it is going to be a gauntlet coming up. And later on this week, D, you and I, we're going to break down the Titans versus the Bills. I know last year that was a great game for the Titans. They really came out firing on all cylinders. And it was one to where you really didn't have to worry about the what the outcome was going to be. That one was over early. I doubt you're going to have that happen this year. But we'll break it down, talk about it. But again, Titans able to close out today and get a win, 37-19 to over the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, D, I didn't hear you say it, and so it's a division win, so it counts as two. So I just wanted to, wanted to throw that one in there before we get out of here. But, Denard, as always, I appreciate you joining me, breaking down the Tennessee Titans. But we'll be back later this week for Denard Walker. I am Davey Hudson. You've been listening to Believe in Titans, presented by BetOnline on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.